We have all heard the phrase before, girls are mean, at least they can be. These words are said as a statement of fact and rarely questioned. It is the end of the discussion, as opposed to the beginning of one. Why is that? Why do we make no bones about stating that girls, indeed all children, can be openly and outwardly cruel, and yet we as parents, counselors, and educators feel so helpless to do anything about this? Clicks happen. Girls will be girls. Those girls we care about, be it our daughters, our clients, or our students, simply need to learn to navigate the rocky terrain of growing up female. To a certain extent, this is true. As long as there are groups of children who gather together in the mini-society we know as school, there will be wonderful acts of friendship and devastating acts of betrayal. The reality is that all children are capable of cruel acts, often as part of a group experience, sometimes on their own initiative. The longing to fit in and be part of something beyond themselves is not only a natural developmental drive, but a necessary and even beneficial one. Our human need for connection is inherent, as is our need for food and water. The phrase dying of loneliness is as much a real possibility as it is a metaphor. This powerful need to be part of a social group is firmly set by the time children enter elementary school, even in preschool, children include or exclude one another. You've probably seen teasing, name-calling, and worse. Teachers will comfortably intervene at this age, mostly telling children they need to include everyone, be kind to their friends, or other such peacemaking instruction. But by elementary school, children are less supervised, even in kindergarten, and they begin to test the influence of their own power. They seek connections with friends at what might be described as any cost. Urban Anaya Take Anaya, a five-year-old African-American kindergartner from an urban public school in Chicago. Author's note, some names and identifying details have been changed to protect the privacy of the individuals and families involved. Anaya is described by her teachers as a bright, sweet girl. She is one of the good kids in the class, which means she is not a discipline problem in school. The 28 children in Anaya's class come from a wide array of backgrounds, African-American, Latino, Asian, Caucasian, and many are biracial. The teacher, Mrs. Hernandez, describes the group as one of her nicer classes. It is early in the year, but Mrs. Hernandez says there have not been many incidents that would raise the attention of the staff. When asked what types of incidents she's referring to, Mrs. Hernandez is quick to list small offenses that will get a child a timeout or a loss of recess. She then goes on to name larger infractions that will result in a trip to the principal's office or a call to a child's parents. There is the usual rough-and-tumble stuff, boys who punch, pig piles that lead to bruises, stuff like that. A one-time event, as long as there is no blood or broken bones, we handle ourselves— but if we start noticing a pattern of aggressive behavior, or if a child or group of children is not able to learn some impulse control, we have to step up the discipline. We have zero tolerance for bullies at our school and a strong anti-bully program. It's a six-week series that helps students identify and deal with bullying behaviors, when to get help, stuff like that. We've seen a real change in the ten years I've been teaching as a result. The principal is involved sooner parents are brought in. We take it all very seriously. 
When asked which children are the ones who get in the kinds of trouble she describes, Mrs. Hernandez responds quickly, Oh, it's far and away a boy problem. We certainly get our share of aggressive girls. You know, the ones who kiss the boys, pull hair, that kind of thing. But mostly, when you talk about the bigger scale infractions, we have been dealing with boy aggression. How does girl aggression manifest itself? Mrs. Hernandez has to think a moment. Girl meanness? We have it at our school for sure, but mostly in the older grades. The cliques really begin in fourth grade, although you can see the prelude to them even in kindergarten. But it's not a problem like it is with the boys. With boys, kids can really get hurt.